Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Safety and Health podcast by SHP. My name is Mark Glover. I'm the editor of SHP, and today for this podcast, I'm talking to uh, Nicole Rinaldi, who is the Director of Professional Services at IOSH. Hopefully, Nicole's on the end of the line here. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Thanks for coming on. It's great to have you on. So what we're going to be talking about today, Nicole, is is actually the new IOSH Blueprint tool. But before we dive into that, and there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about there, do you mind just giving us a bit of an overview about what you do at IOSH, your background and what your role consists of? I'm Director of Professional Services at IOSH. So I work with the teams at IOSH who are responsible for our professional support to our members, the profession and our stakeholders. So really, we aim to enhance the occupational safety and health profession through that engagement with our members, their professional development, technical research and support and guidance. So really at the sort of cold face with the members that you're speaking to and dealing with? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. I suppose that brings us on sort of quite nicely on to the new Blueprint tool, which as we were talking about. So this ultimately aims to help members, I guess, with their career development. I understand it builds on the Irish competency framework. Before, again, we delve just into the tool itself, it might be helpful actually just to give a little overview of that competency framework so we can sort of work off that. Yes, you're absolutely right. That's a really important place to start. Um, So IOSH released an updated competency framework in 2019. So this sets the standards for the skills, knowledge and behaviours required by OSH professionals who are, of course, managing risk and driving change in today's constantly evolving (laughs) workplace. And it was created following a lot of research and consultation with OSH professionals and also employers and other stakeholders. And so the updated framework reflects the significant changes that have occurred in the workplace over the last decade. And it really recognises that today's OSH professionals need a broader range of skills, knowledge and behaviours to influence and drive change. And that's more important now than ever, as I'm sure you'll appreciate, as economies recover from the global pandemic. Our competency framework is really designed to reflect this and ensure that we continue to drive the higher standards of capability within the profession. And it's designed to help OSH professionals build capability and Mm -hmm. keep pace with the rapid change in the workplace. And a bit of the detail, so there are actually 69 competencies across three categories, which are the technical, core and behavioural. And as we'll see when we come on to talk a bit more about Blueprint, that's obviously reflected in the new Blueprint tool. We were talking offline a bit about, the, I guess, the effects of the pandemic. And mm. and you're right, actually. It, it's really, someone was saying, it's not a shift for OSH workers, but an expansion of people that work in OSH. And you're absolutely right. I think, I think mm. people, it's time that it needs to catch up a bit, doesn't, or react in, in this one. I guess this is what this new tool is trying to do. Nicole. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the OSH profession and the yeah. importance of OSH professionals and their role, mm. I think, has never been more valued and more recognised since the pandemic. Yeah. Due to the role they've played throughout. So, yeah, yeah, very important time. Yeah, absolutely. The Blueprint tool itself, 
replaces the original blueprint, which had a self-assessment aspect, which we'll we'll come on to. But and then you touched on it a little bit, actually, and be interested to know what led you to updating this tool. Obviously, as things are expanding. But was it also feedback? You said you're with, you know, obviously speaking to members lots. Was was that input as well? You thought, right, this is the time. Yes, so the new and enhanced blueprint tool does align to the updated competency framework. So it reflects that the world of work is changing at pace, creating new demands on OSH professionals. And actually, blueprint was a key deliverable of IOSH's work 2022 strategy, a pillar of which is to enhance the OSH profession. So we want to ensure that our members, OSH professionals, are equipped with the skills and tools they need to deliver. And the new tool is designed, we hope, to be easy to access and brings everything into one place. So the self-assessment that you referenced there, the ability to form a development plan, and then also CPD and other resources for members and an ethics module. And as you say, we did consult widely in its development with that range of stakeholders. So obviously our members, but then more broadly across business, education, so we could really reflect the needs of our yeah. members and the profession more broadly. So quite an undertaking then, having to, to consult yes. and, and go out to people. Yeah. But it has yeah. to be a robust procedure, I guess. Absolutely, yes. Quite interesting, this the whole idea of the self-assessment and his many different tests that you can do. And sort of two questions in one here, so apologies. But why, I'm, I'm interested to know why, why, and again, you might have touched on it, but why do you mm. think health and safety professionals need to have that self-assessment approach, if you like, and point one to this? Mm. I, guess, I guess more generally, is, is it a tricky thing, you know, to be honest and to be clear about what you can't achieve or what you're not achieving or or or, or what you think you've achieved or haven't um i guess mm-hmm. it's i mean tricky for most people isn't it and it, do you think this is something a bit of a challenge that you might have with your members as well when filling out when approaching the tool so the self-assessment tool is actually the first thing most members will be asked to undertake okay when they first log in to the new and enhanced blueprint yeah And you're right, it's really important because it sets the foundations for their professional development and their their journey both within Blueprint and across the profession. And you're right, it is really important that they use the tool honestly and accurately Mm. and do try their best to take that considered approach in assessing themselves so that they can get the best out of the tool. And the ability to do that is something that we really value in our members. So that ability to be able to openly judge where their skills are and recognise where there might be gaps in their competencies is incredibly important. So using the tool as accurately as possible will enable professionals to identify and consider key development areas for themselves ultimately is in 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 their benefit to be as as honest as as, as possible to, to get the benefit at the other at the other side of the of the outcomes absolutely yes absolutely so it is a tricky thing isn't it i'm going slightly off topic but we had a webinar on, on safety culture and how mm, yeah. you build up a, a safety culture and one of the things was about people being honest about their safety culture and kind of being mm. this is where we're at and you can only realize where you are or been honest and then mm. you can move on i guess the, the same applies here really you have to honestly know where you are 
and then you can build from there. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, we do talk and I have talked there about recognising potential gaps in their competencies, but equally it enables people to recognise their strengths and actually to identify where they may be really strong in a particular area and to recognise and be able to build on that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. After the self-assessment part of the tool, it builds up a personal development plan or PDP. Are you able to just say what this looks like and, and how it actually works? Sure. So as you might expect, this will be absolutely personal to each user as our member will have different development needs based on the level of career, the sector that they might work in, their disciplines, etc. So they can build their personal development plan based on the output of their self-assessment and the development areas that they themselves might choose to focus on. And the aim is that the plan then will be the basis from where members can achieve their career goals. Um, Importantly, it will also signpost them to relevant CPD that Uh, may then assist them to address any of those knowledge or skills gaps that they might have identified. Because obviously CPD is huge, hugely important, and uh, and actually I find the profession yes, yeah. in the safety really is passionate about CPD. So to have it all together and weaved into one place mm. is is really really important. And understand that a person's requirements, if you like, will map through to some of your excellent resources that mm. I have. Are you able just to say what these resources look like? Are they big guides? What sort of format do they take? So there's actually over 900 resources now in the online library, and these have been created both by IOSH experts, but also a range of other organisations and partners. So they include a real mixture. So, for example, they do include technical guides ranging from short sort of level one introductions. So maybe just a few pages through to more advanced material, which will cover different topics in greater depth. We also look as well as those technical guides then to make sure that we're providing material to cover the core and behavioural competencies that include resources from a range of partnering organisations. So these resources are really important to our members. Because when we consulted with them to create the new blueprint, it was identified that the OSH professional required maybe more CPD support around those um, behavioural and core competencies. Um, So all of this is available online um, and accessible um, and covers a huge array of topics from basic health and safety to more specific things um, and more specific topics such as rehabilitation and chemical hazards, for example. Yeah, yeah. That's quite amazing. How many guides? Did you say 900 guides online? Yeah, over 900 resources. Yes. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, a lot of hours of material there. Yeah. And hopefully um, we've we've ensured that there is content available for each level of each competencies within the framework. So certainly plenty there for our members across whichever stage of their career they're at. Sure, sure. I'm quite interested about this, which I think is an important part of the resources, and that is Arsh's ethical practice and sustainability. Yeah. And mm. are you able just to 
I'll just chat about this briefly about how that weaves into the tool as well because obviously it's a hot topic at the moment it is it is so this is available in blueprint yeah. and this is called the iosh ethical practice in osh e-learning and assessment and it's formed of online e-learning modules with assessments in the tool and you're right i agree we believe this is hugely important so that osh professionals can demonstrate yeah. that they practice to the highest of ethical standards in their roles and just a bit more information for our members yeah, yeah. so yeah. from 2023 it will be mandatory for all chartered members and chartered fellows of IOSH to undertake the module but we really do encourage all of our members to undertake that e-learning and the assessments which actually counts for two hours towards their um, CPD requirement too. Sure, sure. So it, it, it's obviously a, it's an important part, as you say, isn't, isn't it, it Nicole? Is, yes. And then, was it yeah. something that a lot of obviously a lot of thought went into it when you were consulting and, and working on the content? Yes, absolutely. And there really has been a lot of work to develop the module yeah. with OSH professionals and education specialists yeah. to ensure that the e-learning and assessments are really accessible and available to all our members. Well, actually on that, are you able to just in terms of that accessibility, because it's obviously important, can you talk us through mm -hmm. how accessible the tool is to sort of get to, if you see what I mean? Absolutely. And IOSH is absolutely committed to equality, diversity and inclusion. So we have therefore improved accessibility to Blueprint. Yep. And we've also incorporated the Recite Me toolbar. So this toolbar supports the user experience and removes many barriers faced by people who are neurodivergent or visually impaired, for example, oh. when they're navigating yep. online. Sure. So it allows website visitors to customise Blueprint in a way that works best for them. That was Nicole Rinaldi at Arsh talking about the new IOSH Blueprint. It looks like an exciting time ahead there. Just wrapping up, and thanks for listening, everyone. But just wrapping up, if you haven't heard before, if you are new to this podcast, please do go back and check out previous episodes. If you like what you hear, which hopefully you do, you can follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And also, I've been told we're available on our smart speaker. Simply ask to play the Safety and Health podcast. We'd be really grateful if you could rate us and comment on your chosen platform as that will help to get the shows out to a wider audience. Please do stay tuned in to SHP Online for the latest health and safety news, where you can also sign up to our daily newsletter. Thanks again for listening, guys. See you soon on the next episode. Take care.